Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah That Podcast hosted by yours truly, West Coast Roberto. I hope everybody out there is doing well. I hope everybody had a great past couple of days. I hope you chilled, relaxed, whatever you had to do. And I hope the start of your week, whatever day it is or whatever, is going 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 well, going fine for you. And uh, you know, make sure you rate the podcast. You give me that five star and it helps boost the podcast and helps us get out there, you know, so more more ears can get on there. Get on us, you know what I mean? And I just want y'all to know that everybody out there, if you're dealing with something, just know that you're not the only one dealing with things. Everybody's dealing with things on a regular basis. You know, everybody's severity of the situation varies, but don't let it hinder you from being a better you every single day. Don't let it hinder you from persevering and showing your resilience and making you a better you because you go through situations to... To, to help build you and help you learn. But without further ado, let's roll right into it. Hey. The Yeah Dad Podcast. Oh, yeah. I hope everybody's oh, yeah. doing well. Like I said, shout out to you for listening and oh, tuning yeah. in, as always. Shout out to the new listeners. Yeah. Oh jeez. The fans that waited, hey. the bitch niggas that hated. Yes. Oh hoes we dated. Look mama we made Shout it. Out to all the Your son out in Barbados. Apple, Cheese, Spotify, Google. Potatoes. Smoking weed on the beaches. Yeah. My mind working like Play-Dohs. Analyzing the world. Uh. Fantasizing about girls. Make sure you rated. Diamonds and that five star. Vandalizing her curls. Sweating the weave out. Come on. Moans as she breathes out. Yes. Fuck I'm doing in Parties with over and Steve Stout. Hey. I've stepped over piranha, death over designer. Hey. They killing niggas for days. That's death over designer. Hey, cold heating up like that leftover lasagna. Remember when I used to be stressed over Dewana? No now more. a nigga only texts and gets stressed over Rihanna's. Hey. I'm talking tens and bitches and tens and sweaters. No one's perfect out there. Come on, now. we're all dealing with things. Same thing. Tell me why we gotta argue about the same thing, same thing. Well, nobody's perfect. Hey, nobody's perfect. Shout out to Missy. That's my girl right there. Let's go. Hey, nobody's perfect. Listen, nobody's perfect. We all dealing with stuff. Hey, but you're perfect for me. Rolling, we riding. Hey, he like to go inside. Hey, I love to go all night. Hey, we rock the boat. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah That Podcast, hosted by yours truly, West Coast Robbie. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Shout out to all the new listeners out there. Welcome. And for all my OG listeners, you already know what it is. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning in every week, watching the videos, etc., etc. For those new to the show, welcome. I am West Coast Rob. Um... Be sure to follow the podcast on all platforms. Follow us on Instagram at Yadat Podcast. Follow us on YouTube and uh, by typing in youtube.com slash West Coast Robin up there. You will see actual clips of the show, full episodes, etc., etc. Although I'm, I'm kind of considering not putting up the full episodes and just putting up clips. Not sure yet. 
you know, I really want to get that that consistent viewership before putting full episodes up there. So I don't know. Let me know what you think. Slide in the DMs at Yeah That Podcast on Instagram. Let me know what you think. You can follow us on Twitter at Yeah That Podcast. You can follow me on TikTok at West Coast underscore Rob. Uh, welcome back, episode thirty nine. Uh, episode thirty eight recap. I had my brother Conchi Gonzalo, and I was introduced to his his lady. Madeline, both Gonzalo and Madeline have a podcast of their own called the Gone Mad Podcast, available on Spotify, Apple, etc., etc. And on episode thirty-eight, you know, it was a little snippet, a little tidbit of what's um, what's coming up for the two-year, <clears throat> for, excuse me, for the two-year anniversary of the Yeah the Yad Podcast. <coughs> oh man, excuse me, sorry, sorry, y'all. But episode 38 was a little snippet of what is up to co- upcoming for the two-year anniversary of the Yeah That Podcast episode, where we'll be featuring, you know, just past guests from the past two years who I feel should have made a return, like my brother Gonzalo and his lady Madeline, and a couple other guests. But uh, in episode 38, me and Gonzalo, we just... You know, we have some laughs. We, I really get to know Madeline. That's why that's the first time talking to her, meeting her, or whatnot. And uh, we just have some laughs and talk over some shenanigans that we did. And uh, you know, just it's just a little a little snippet for y'all out there listening or watching. So check that out if you haven't already. Available on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Make sure you guys and gals rate the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this on go down scroll down hit that five star give me five star give me a like give me a whatever it is your 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 podcast platform is offering make sure you rate the show it helps us get more push get more you know i mean reach more ears reach more more people out there so do your part i truly truly appreciate it as we roll into episode 39 this episode here and my guest today is United States military member Victor Segura. And Victor is dealing with a condition that is very common within the United States today. And that symptom is or condition is irritable bowel syndrome, a.k.a. IBS. So tune in as Victor and I sit down and we really go into what IBS is and um, you know the symptoms and how things started with Victor and Victor unfortunately deals with chronic IBS and he goes into um, you know kind of his his daily routine and and the, the things he has to deal with dealing suffering from this condition so I know a lot of you out there or I don't know but a lot of you out there may be dealing with it, but are unfamiliar with it or are embarrassed to, you know, be be open with it. But you shouldn't be um, seek help if you need to. But if you I mean, if you if you aren't sure if you're dealing with it and things that Victor are saying are somewhat similar to you, then, you know, make sure you reach out to your healthcare provider or you're taking the, the proper steps to, you know, help alleviate the condition. But without further ado, let's roll right into episode 39 with my guest, Victor Segura. And I will catch you all on the back end. Yeah, that.
Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah That Podcast, hosted by yours truly, West Coast Roberto. And my guest today is someone who I, I've met and uh, is a good dude who deals with a condition that a lot of you out there may be dealing with, but don't know. So today we're going we're gonna to discuss this condition, symptoms, signs, and different types of treatment or whatever to help you alleviate the condition and better cope with it. So without further ado, I'll allow my guest to introduce himself and then we'll just go from there. Hello, uh, I'm Victor Seguro. Everyone calls me Seraphi. Um I'm a part of the military and as Roberto said, I deal with a condition called IBS. There it is. That's the condition for those of you out there listening, wondering what is. My man deals with irritable bowel syndrome, and uh, you have a you deal with a severe case of it, correct, Vic? Yes, uh, I w- I would title it chronic. Chronic. Uh, okay, chronic. I've been dealing with it about five years. Two of those years, I was unknown. I didn't really mm-hmm. know what it was uh, yeah. until a friend of mine told me about it. Mm. So before we dive into that, like, where are you from? How old are you, Victor? Um, I am 24. Uh, my birthday, though, is this Monday, and I'll be turning 25. So Oh, shit. There you go. I'm already a quarter of the way there. <laughs> my man. My man. You taking time off, or are you going to go to work? Uh, I'll be already at work on Sunday, so more okay. like they'll oh, be staying okay. there. All right, so it, um, it works. It works. Then you can you're gonna get off early, right? I'd hope so. If I'm I will, needed, I'm I needed. will get you off. I will get <laughs> you off early, bro. I'll get you off early. All right, I so appreciate about, that. Yeah, about to be 25. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Reno, Nevada. Born really? Mm-hmm. Really? Okay, the biggest little city in the world is, yep. is the slogan, right? Yep. Yeah, I've been there several times, man. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do you like it? Well. Being an outsider going and like visiting, it's cool, but it seems like uh, there's not, if you're not like doing the, the downtown thing, like the gambling or the clubbing or whatever, it doesn't really seem like there's much else besides going to Tahoe or Sacramento or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. From an outside perspective, that's definitely what it, most people would say. Mm-hmm. Um, people that are born and raised there. Really, what makes it the biggest little city in the world is the community. Yeah, mm-hmm. tight knit. Um, not close minded, tight knit, but pretty open. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's I've always had a good time there, man. And I haven't every time I've gone, it hasn't been like all right, it's downtown gambling, whatever, whatever. We've gone to Tahoe, we've gone to the mountains, we've gone doing whatever. So it's always uh, a good time. It's always have, a good time. Have you gone to Virginia City? I haven't actually. I haven't. Pretty spooky. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's like one of the most haunted spots in Virginia or something like that, right? Or not uh, Virginia, Nevada, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's uh, the central hub um, for a lot of uh, silver mining. Okay. Okay. So a lot of the, the 49ers and all that from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what's up, man. So you into you into spooky stuff? Love spooky stuff. Um, so... Uh, so you like haunted houses and visiting sites and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> have you seen, have you heard about the, uh, the McNamee mansion? Are you familiar with that? So, it doesn't sound familiar. So there's this mansion or this, yeah, this mansion in Tennessee where if you can get through like six hours of it, they'll give you $20,000. But so, yeah, so I, I, I was introduced to this about like a couple of weeks ago. So I mm-hmm. looked it up. There's videos on YouTube and stuff. It's not really like a haunted house. It's this dude who's a retired Navy sailor, and he's basically like torturing you for like six hours and shit. It's fucking gnarly. You should check it out, man. I feel like I've heard concepts of that. Actually, yeah. I think I might have seen a movie, something similar to that, but yeah, m- movie perspective, it goes total south. Right, right. Yeah, This it's... It's crazy, man. Like, this dude is pulling your teeth out. He's doing crazy shit. People in the town will hear screams and stuff. So beforehand, like, say you wanted to go do it. He'll mm-hmm. call the local police department be like, hey, I got two contestants or whatever, whatever. So if you hear screaming or whatever, whatever, it's me. And then they're like, all right, cool. And then he just goes and does his thing. It's like a 40, you have to sign a 41-page waiver agreement. It's crazy. It's it's I can only movie. imagine the legality of it. Yeah, exactly. You should look up, look into it when we're done here, man. That's pretty gnarly. Oh, yeah. Sounds pretty, like it. <laughs> yeah, pretty gnarly. So you're about to be 25 years old. You just recently, I would say, what you said, four years ago, five years ago, is when you found out you have IBS, chronic IBS? Um, unknowingly, yes. Yes. Okay. So how, so what, like, what brought that up? Like, what what caused you to just start dealing with the with the condition? Before I joined the military, um, bowel movements normal, typical, maybe once a day, maybe once every other day. Um, yeah. About maybe three weeks. After I got to boot camp, I did the whole processing days. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a week straight, maybe two weeks of where I would use the bathroom 10 times a day. Wow. And all liquid. Really? So it's not even like a solid, a solid disposal. It's just all yeah. fluid. And then soon mm-hmm. after that, it kind of... Ba- Got back to regulating itself. Yeah. Instead of 10, around maybe 6, but it had more uh, texture to it. Yeah. Um, then after that, uh, I kind of just assumed that, hmm, could be the food because I, didn't, I never eaten food um, like that in my life. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it being such a drastic change to uh, what my diet was back home before I joined, right? Um, probably shook me up. Mm-hmm. From then on, pretty normal. Um, it didn't start to become a part of my intention because um, I would be hanging out with some friends. Um, uh, then a man on the boat, and mm-hmm. they would ask me like, 
you okay? You've been using the restroom way too many times. And in this uh, situation, uh, yeah. it was like four back to back to back in increments of like maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes. Damn. So like like diarrhea. Uh, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably at first it was solid. Then it went to diarrhea. Yeah. Um, mm. and then that's when I started to get seen by, um, medical. Okay. So when you say, uh, you were thinking it was your diet that changed it, what was your diet like at home prior to joining the Navy? Uh, i I'm Mexican, so yeah. all the culture in terms of food, um, oh, yeah. was mainly quesadillas, yeah. Um, eggs with tortillas, um, flautas, chilequiles, pozole, yeah. all the, I would say, typical cuisine. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've never had, like, chicken fried steak. Um, uh, fried chicken in the sense of how they prepared it. I've always had, like... Right. Popeyes or KFC or something like that. Right, right, right. Um, but for the most part, it was mainly like Hispanic takes on foods. Right, yeah. I grew up in that culture, so I know exactly what you mean, man. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. That's that good, that good eating right there. Oh, yeah. yeah I eating. definitely never worried about uh, kind of like a calorie intake. I've always been a heavy set guy, but at the yeah. same time... Um, in Reno, I walked everywhere where I wanted to go. Yep. Yeah, because it's all accessible via walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And definitely, then definitely. shortly <laughs> after, I picked up longboarding too. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. So then you get to so you get to boot camp, and it's a whole change in in diet in regards to food. Because like for those of you who are unfamiliar in the military, they serve they serve a vast variety of foods, but they when they make it, it's in bulk. So they make green, collard greens, a big old portion, macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes, et cetera, et cetera. And it's a mass quantity of it as pre- preparing it or whatever. So you get to boot camp, your diet changes, thus think sparking the thought like, okay, this is probably the cause of my, of this stuff I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go to medical. What does medical say? Um how long I've been experiencing this, um, uh, what kind of, uh, types of poops I've been having, how long have they been? Uh, and then they pretty much describe, uh, IBS as a whole. Um, Mm -hmm. it's not like a one set of category. You fit here, you fit here. It's a multiple spectrum to where you, go full-blown constipation mm-hmm. to where you're like a fire hydrant um, just leaking everywhere mm-hmm. um, for me I bounce back and forth I've had and along with the frequentness and the yeah. stool type um, how often you also go for the restroom yeah. um, so do you deal with like the the symptoms of like 
bloating, abdominal pain, stuff like that? Or is it just, uh, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Let me go to the bathroom. So at first when I started to like, I did have abdominal pain. Um, over the years, it kind of just became discomfort. Mm-hmm. And typically, at least for me, most people will have uh, like, they would feel bowel movement and like, oh, it feels like I have to use the restroom. Um, right. It gotten to the point to where I don't have that feeling anymore. Um, the time when I know I need to use the restroom is when essentially uh, my sphincter perks up and yeah. it's kind of like a, that's the last line of defense. I don't feel anything. And yeah. because of me being bloated most of the time, mm-hmm. I think also plays a factor to it. Mm, okay. So, so you have sometimes you have situations to where, okay, I, I feel it coming. And then you have situations to where, oh, it's too late. Unfortunately, that's, so yes. Yeah, that's that's and that's terrible. That's unfortunate. So you, which, for those of you out there listening, uh, IBS is common. It's not. It's not just a rare thing. It's common. More than two hundred thousand cases are diagnosed in the U.S. today. So, I want y'all to be aware of everything that Victor's saying. So, if you think you have an IBS, you should go go get checked out. You know what I mean? Because there's different severity levels of it. Uh, oh, yeah. Along with that, it can be as uh, mild as as if you got sick um, and you just had co- constant diarrhea one day and then it goes back. And it's not like a one-done treatment thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done multiple things to try to help me, but so far nothing's happened. Nothing's oh, yeah. helped so far. And according to the Mayo Clinic, it's it's either something that's sporadic or a lifelong thing, So that, which is common. Either or is common. So, uh, damn, man, that's, that's unfortunate. So after, so what kind of treatments have you been through or experienced that have it, has it worked? And also, after you have a bowel movement, do you feel some kind of relief afterwards or are you at the moment at the point where it's like okay i don't even get abdominal pain i have to go do a number two and then that discomfort is still there um definitely the discomfort still being there um for the most part i spent the better the majority of my days um in the toilet um Average, about an hour, maybe 45 minutes. Uh, There's times to where I've spent on the toilet for four hours straight, either constipated or consistently pooping earlier this morning. Um, I made a pretty good mountain-sized in about two hours. Oh, my goodness, man. So Mm -hmm. then, like, so have you, like, tried changing your diet? Uh, or is it not even diet so at this point? At this point, it's not diet. I've actually seen a nutritionist. Um, I've gone to where I'd done a restricted fat diet to where I would mm-hmm. have as bland as food as possible. That yeah. way I can decrease my uh, fat intake. Um, 
have increased fiber, which helps digestive and also helps you use restroom to see if it right. could be a level of that. On yeah, not. Um, I've taken laxatives to help get all the stool out in mm-hmm. one sitting, as to compared having multiple sittings with intermittent stoolings. Right. Um, I've even also taken constipators uh, to intentionally constipate me to where I can control the number of amount of poops. But yeah. at that point, I'm sitting about four, two hours just trying to take a dump. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, goodness. Uh, in terms of IBS, uh, there's, from my understanding... There's two ways um, it can come about. Mm-hmm. It can either be mental or it can be something wrong with your body. Um, mm-hmm. it, first place to look at uh, when you're having problems like this is your colon, obviously. Um, then check your small and large intestines, seeing if they can secrete the right amount of uh, enzymes to help absorb. Yeah. Um, typical, uh, common sign of, uh, something called IBD, which is irritable bowel, uh, disease, um, is if you're having stools that are kind of like encasing a mucus like cocoon, mm-hmm. um, that's definitely a good sign that you could have that. It's, uh, a far worse disease than IBS, but... Uh, it can lead to you losing your colon and having to live with a shit bag for the rest of your life. Damn. Man, that is crazy. That is um, crazy. I, yeah. Man. Yeah, I've, I've had a, a friend of mine, he had to have a shit bag for, for a minute because he had got hit by a car and like drugs, so he had a shit bag. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen him in, in a while, so I went home to California. And he showed me. He's like, hey, look at this. And I was like, the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> shit bag. I can't even I like, imagine how that? how that works. Me either. So I asked him. I was like, yo, how, like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, it's hooked up, like urethra. And then the bag, I don't know how the bag is hooked up. But the bag, when he showed me, there was shit in it. I was like, holy fuck. He's like, yeah, if I don't, like, sometimes I can't even feel it. It's just like, it just comes Ooh. out. I'm like, holy man, that's crazy. In a bag. And it was just, oh, it's crazy. Um, but uh, have you been? Have you? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, thankfully, um, it sucks that your friend has gone through it and yeah. he's living that life. Um, yeah. Thankfully, body wise, for me, um, they didn't find anything wrong. Um, yeah. At the moment, um, I'm being checked out for my liver, so it could have something to do with that. Uh, okay. A lot of the places that they've looked is um, my pancreas because those also help with um, uh, absorption of it, which gives Mm -hmm. off that cocoon-like mucus as well. Yeah. Yeah. Liver, which I'm currently being looked at. uh, And it could be something far worse with inside the GI tract. Right. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, because the gastrointestinal tract is like the main component for irritable bowel syndrome. And mm-hmm. I was and I was getting ready to ask you if you've had yourself checked out. Have you had like colonoscopies and all that? Yep. Um, yep. I've had uh, my colonoscopy the first time. Um, I want to say last year. This year. Earlier this year, uh, I had an uh, endoscopy. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing, but instead of going from uh, your butt, they go down your throat. Throat. Yeah. Um, just to see if they can look at the opposite side because there's only so far um, the camera can actually go to before it, right. it hits a wall and damaging right. any organs. Yeah, and everything came back negative. Yep. Um, the biopsies, thankfully, um, nothing's wrong with my body, but then that leads to the second cause of it. Um, Mm -hmm. like you said about the uh, 200,000 cases in America, Mm -hmm. um, IBS can also come from mental stress, um, anything that involves with your mental, um, mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, a lot of I've been doing a lot of research on it, and a lot of common symptoms with IBS is like anxiety, depression, uh, you know, any any mental mental uh, issues someone may have may be a triggering factor for it. Do you does it? Were you dealing with a chronic version of it? Does that affect you any anyway? Does are you do are you suffering through or suffering with? Any of those types of symptoms? From anxiety um, to depression? Or, yes, I am. Uh, not yeah. going much uh, into specifics. Um, right. I kind of view myself as a high-functioning um, mm-hmm. anxiety person right. to where... Imagine a bird in a cage and it just mm-hmm. shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. But being yeah. able to have that, be able to function with that um, pressure, right. whether it be from outside or most commonly um, self-induced. Mm, okay. Yeah, because we've had, a, in the past, I've had past guests, like I have a shout out to Candy. She was in the Navy and mm-hmm. she's an artist now. And she suffers from bipolar disorder, but she's also, I, I wouldn't say she's chronic or whatever, but she she's a big advocate on bipolar disorder and how being able to function. And she goes into like manic depression moods and stuff like that. And she goes into that. So these are things that people need to be like, you know, the awareness needs to be brought to because it's, it's a serious condition, serious symptom. And for you to deal with the chronic IBS and then have that to deal with as well, it has to be tough. Uh, definitely. Um, most, uh- in terms of balancing the bathroom and work, I yeah. can't really, per se, control where, um, especially where, because yeah. when is right. the most huge variable. Um, oftentimes, I wake up 4.30, first thing mm-hmm. I get the feeling was, I got to use the restroom. Thankfully, yeah. I haven't sold myself on my bed. Um, yeah. But that's 
about three hours before I even had to go to work. And mm. that's me trying to mitigate having to use the restroom at work, which, yeah. um, as you know, uh, I'm usually always in the restroom. Yeah, yeah. And then like, so for those listening, then the viewers or whatever, when you get to the base or whatever, you park in a parking lot and there's a good 15, 20 minute walk, depending on where you park or whatever, to get on board either the ship or the sub or whatever it is you're working on. So you have to park, you you drive, depending on where you live, you drive. Mm-hmm. Like me personally, I wake up at 3.30, I have to drive at least an hour and some change to get to the base, to park, to walk another 20 minutes, to get on the ship, to get chains or whatever. So mm-hmm. that from that process of you leaving your house to get to your to the boat, to change, to get to work is a good hour and some change, give or take. Mm-hmm. So for you, I know that has to be tough, especially with the being your bowels being unpredictable. You know what I mean? And just having to go through that, man. Like I, I really feel for you because me personally, I enjoy fucking passing stool. I, I just, I, it feels good mm-hmm. and I do it and I'm pretty regular. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry for the uncomfortable uncomfortable uh, conversation we're having oh, for the listeners. No, you know I mean? I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. They need to talk. learn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, I enjoy it. It feels good. And I'm pretty I'm pretty regular. I go several times a day. And when I wake up in the morning, that's, that's part of my routine. Like, all right, wake up, go to the bathroom. And I'll sit there for a good minute or whatever. And, but I don't deal with any issues. Every now and again, I'll have an issue to where it's like, all right, it won't come out. Like, for example, in Texas, when I lived in Texas, mm-hmm. I was on the toilet for a good hour because that shit was stuck, man. Like, literally, <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? And my wife is like, what? Are you okay? Like, I was like, it won't come out. And I'm sitting there and I'm rocking and I'm trying all these positions, mm-hmm. like feet up and stuff. And it's like, what in the fuck? So I was just, me dealing with that, having to sit there for an hour or just like having the shit's, and it's like, I can't imagine for you having to deal with it constantly on a daily basis, a regular basis, as frequent as you do. You know, it's, it's just sucks that it's just something you got to deal with, you know? Um, last year, um, I've gotten rid of 20 pairs of uh, boxers. Um, oh, man. This year, I was really proud of myself about uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Give or take, um, was the first time I defecated myself this year. First time. So mm-hmm. what was the, what was the number before that? Twenty. Twenty. Oh yeah, you just said twenty six. Yeah. That's what's up. So that's progress already, mm-hmm. right there. That's progress. Progress is progress. That's good. Good. So what have you done differently this year, vice last year? Um, definitely seen um, a therapist. Okay. Um, trying to get help managing my anxiety um, and other problems that I have mentally. Um, mm-hmm, of course. And really just, for my case, just being able to be more open with it because yeah. uh, last year at work, I essentially got questioned all the time and at one point got accused of lying. Mm. 
of yeah. my condition. And it, honestly, it pissed me off to the point to where... Yeah, as it should. I... I couldn't... I, I got irritable, which also plays a hand with um, being stressed, anxiety, um, yeah. mental problems. Um, yeah. And that's to say, having mental problems doesn't make you... Um, any less of a person or yep. dysfunctional, quote unquote, but right, right. Um, for who I am as a person, it definitely was like nine day um, compared to last year. Uh, good. That's this good. year, like today, speaking to you openly and to your yeah one for audience. Um, if I can help someone out, mm, that'll be great. Heck yeah. And I guarantee you will. I guarantee you will. Cause there's a lot, you know, people deal with a lot of things and a lot of people aren't comfortable expressing them. So like, for example, um, how I was introduced to your, your condition was at work when they were saying like, okay, yeah, he, he, he was in the bathroom cause he, he defecated himself on the way to work. I'm like, what? I was like, what happened? So they're like, oh, he deals with this. And I was like, I was like, really? So it's like, uh, I think like Brown was like, yeah, yeah. So I was in there talking to him. He was sitting there on the on the toilet. I was like, all right. And then that day you came in and we were having, before we had that meeting and you were talking about it, I, I was just like, oh, that is interesting. So like, I wanted to educate myself more about the, the thing because like I said, man, I'm all about fucking bowel movements i look comfortable i'm I'm all about it Mm -hmm. so then to but to hear like that part of it is like okay well people need to be educated about this and it's unfortunate that you were being accused of lying in regards to that like last year because you can learn so much from people and not everybody has experienced things that people have gone through so people can't just assume right off off rip especially at work or wherever that oh, this person is doing this, but is lying because, oh, they're always taking a, a shit or whatever the fuck. It's like, obviously something is wrong. So like, instead of being, or having that accusatory fucking syndrome or or mentality, mm-hmm. how about you be more open-minded and, and try to learn a little bit more? And that's just my philosophy. So for those out there listening, don't be quick to jump the gun and be like, oh, no, this, this motherfucker is lying or this person is whatever, whatever, because they're doing this. Maybe there's a, a real underlying factor there. So just always be open-minded. And I'm sorry you had to deal with that. And if there's anything you need from like here on out while at work, then just let me know, bro. Cause I will, I will fucking go to bat for you. Um, one of the key things that I'm trying to be better at is I've always been trying to be self-reliant. And mm-hmm. when it comes to my condition, I try not to, burden anyone with my problems um yeah half the time i'm always reluctant on going out not only because of mental problems but having to be um i've had moments where uh we i would go out with friends and Mm -hmm. instead of leaving as arranged or we're at a restaurant i'm -hmm. in the restroom i eat right restroom eat a little bit more restroom and yeah. I'm usually the last one to pay um, bills or the mm. pay the check the tab yeah yeah 
Which that has that well, that has got to be tough because like it, it's affecting your your like your social, the social part of your life because you can't socialize with friends and family or whatever because you're spending most of your time in the bathroom doing what you do. So man, that sucks. That sucks. That sucks. Besides the like seeing a therapist or a specialist, are are there little things that you have done that you've noticed are working and like helping you? Like, oh, I can't eat that type of food because that food gives me gas and I already know that's gonna make me go. Or I need to drink more water or maybe maybe I need to start fucking running or whatever. Um Me specifically, anything that I eat mm-hmm. is the same result. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, Damn. Eating Japanese food, um, yeah. like authentic Japanese food, eating yeah. sh- uh, boat food, yeah. um, home-cooked <laughs> home meals. Um, mm-hmm. All of it affects me. Um, and if you're lucky enough to where uh, any of you guys have something that you've noticed that gripes you the wrong way in terms of your bowel movement, definitely stay, uh, try to stay away from it. Um, and if it's something that you love, it's okay. It's okay to treat yourself, but don't overindulge, especially in terms of persistently causing these problems. Um, other than that, um, so far I just trying to, not allow it to control my life. Good. That's good, man. Are you on any any uh, medications or medications that help you with the bowels? Um, with the bowels syndrome? There was uh, a few medications. Um, but it uh, it's to the point to where I'm not on any medications now. Um, good. good. The last time I've got seen for, like, physical, um, Mm -hmm. to get my body checked, essentially, was, here you go, Uh, we're going to give you laxative and constipators. Mm -hmm. You see fit how to use these medications. Mm -hmm. We've kind of run out on our tests. um, Oh, my goodness. Results. So, uh, to me... I feel like I kind of got left in the dust, medically speaking, because yeah. um, yeah. everything turned out back positive um, for no no damages. Um, yeah. Organs in my body are working as they should, and the muscles for your sphincter um, yeah. also play a factor if you're having problems defecating yourself. Yeah. Um, and my mental control of it uh, and it responding to me is normal. Um, man. That's if, crazy, man. I've always, I try to always be mindful, especially if I'm anywhere new that I don't know where the restroom is. Right. Um, just so... I have a little bit more comfortable uh, comfort. Um, yeah. Uh, how IBS in terms of mental, there's a lot of, there's three main parts 
the nerves that travel down the back, the back of the base of your neck, have mm-hmm. been found to go all the way down and end around your stomach area, your GI yeah. area, and yeah. in terms of like mental stuff, it that's how it definitely plays a huge factor. So if you're suffering, the audience suffering something, hopefully not as bad as me. Um, just because I definitely know how it it is and feels. Um, if you're going through anything rough, uh, mentally, you're going through some stuff, um, or you just need someone to talk to, definitely reach out, get some help. Thank you. Definitely. Definitely. Man. So to go back to, to go back to the, to the story, when did it, when did it get? chronic for you because like you you joined the navy and then that's when you it started happening when did it get from okay well 10 times a day is fucking pretty chronic but Mm -hmm. when did it get like (laughs) (laughs) when did it just like be a consistent chronic thing for you um right around the the, time at the point uh right around the time to where we started to um come back to uh, the States. Uh, I had a... From Japan. I had a friend commit suicide um, that I worked with. And... Yeah. Um, I think that's really the turning point to where it got worse. Because beforehand... um, Knowing about it and then coming to terms with it and... Just overall not dealing with it. Yeah. Like, properly dealing with it, getting it addressed, um, going to seek help. For me, I just thought it was normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unfortunate that that false sense of normalcy, I guess, helped. Mm-hmm. But now knowing that it's not normal, yeah. and then uh, coupled with... Um, events that led up or that happened yeah. during the same time where, in, uh, where my friend committed suicide. Um, it just kind of went downhill. Right. Slowly but steadily. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, so it went from it went from the 10 times a day and then it got more severe. Where When the at that time where it became more severe, is that when it was to where it was like uncontrollable and it was just happening? Slowly but steadily. Yeah. Because it wasn't just a, hey, hon. It wasn't just, where are the cats? In the house? <laughs> We'll talk. Pizza in the oven. This is they took it out. And guess, and guess what? Oh no! Did they? Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, my cats. Not my pizza, but um, the cats ate a pizza that was left out, and uh, nice. I done the cats goofed. Are like, yes, um, it's all right. It's all right. It's all um, right. but in terms of your question, um. It wasn't like a, 
yeah. a snap day and night to where it just happened. Um, right. I guess there's only so much a body can take to the point where, all right, I'm kind of just literally crapping on you now. Right. Definitely. And, you know, shout out. I just want to give a shout out to you, to your girlfriend. You know what I mean? Because, you know, a lot of there aren't a lot of people out there who are willing to be with people who have like are dealing with conditions or, or something. You know, it just shows the type of person she is. So shout out to her. What's your what's your girlfriend's name? Uh, Noel. Shout out to her. You know I mean, for being with you, because you know what I'm saying being there for you. You know, it's just because everybody needs somebody. You know what I mean? Kudos to her. Uh, honestly, I'm really terror. lucky to have her in my life. Yeah, yeah. So you know, that just that just makes me happy that you do have her. You know what I mean? Because I know this is tough. This dealing with all this is tough, and just to have somebody there is just noble. You know what I mean? And, and you know, it's good shit, man. Good shit. Oh yeah, literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, no, no pun intended. No pun intended. I try to use uh, comedy. Uh, to cope, yeah. and yeah. a lot of my uh, the jokes I do make or just pop up in my head tend to be the butt of the joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, definitely having someone that will deal, not right. not deal because that gives it more of a sense like it's burning them, but that would yeah be there to support you. Right, right, definitely helps. So mm-hmm. and that's what that's what drove me to you because, like, I know that's the conversation we were having before the meeting. We were having you were just so open and just like you seemed comfortable like talking about it. And I was like, oh man, I would love for you to come on. And and that's what brought us together here. Mm-hmm. What advice would you have for anybody out there listening or watching, dealing with what you're dealing with, but may not know how to? like the next steps of how to deal or cope or whatever. What advice would do you have for that? Harder said than done, but openly talking about it because a closed mouth doesn't get fed. And that same thing can go hand in hand when it comes to problems that you may not even know about. Cause I I didn't know for two years until a friend told me about it. Um, the more knowledge you have is a first great step forward to helping you get better because in the end of the day, it's only you and you're only as powerful as the amount of knowledge you have. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Educate yourself, learn some things. Where can anybody reach you at if they have any questions or want to talk to you privately? How can Um, they reach you? Do you have any social media? Or? Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, all good. I- Instagram. Um, yeah. I don't remember off the top of my head because <laughs> I, when I first created it, it was kind of like a nickname that I got yeah. back in high school. Um, uh-huh. It's Vicky Poo. But, uh, it's all good. Um, now thinking about it, Poo is... Very synonymous right there. And then that's that was before this happened, right? Yeah, that was definitely before that happened. How fucking ironic is that shit? That is fucking gnarly, yo. Vicky Poo. Oh, my God. Poo like P-O-O-H? Uh, P-O-U. P-O-U. 
Vicky Pooh. V I C K Y? Uh, I think it's V I C um, P O U. But I, I, I'll be mindful to send you out. Um, okay. oh, so I can tag you in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That is, that is, that's crazy to me that was your nickname in high school. And then, like, it's unfortunate that it's, it's synonymous with what you're dealing with. I just, yeah. I just find that kind of ironic. <laughs> Uh, so so Vicky, Vicky I've always Instagram. been a heavy set person, but mm-hmm. um, I got that resting RBF uh, <laughs> face when most people don't know me. But once it got, once people got to know me, they've always yeah. uh, compared me to being a teddy bear, lovable, caring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I try to be that no. every day, but good. Good. Yeah, I can attest to that. Like, you know, I just, I'm getting to know everybody where we work at more since I'm newer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can attest to that. Like, I just, you do have that RBF, man. You know what I'm saying? But then, like, talking to you, <laughs> talking to you is like, nah, this is, this is a good guy right here. Good guy right here. So that's the, only, that's the only spot they can reach out to you if they have any questions. Vicky Poo on Instagram. Um, If you want to reach me on, fa- uh, on Facebook, it'll be Victor Segura. Victor Segura. There mm-hmm. you go. So if you have any questions and or want to learn more about it and uh, you want somebody to talk to who's dealing with it, just reach out. Vicky Poo on, on Instagram or Victor Segura on Facebook. All right. But Vic, man, I appreciate you taking the time. I don't want to hold you hold you up any longer. I know you got a, got some plans for the <laughs> day and I know your lady just walked in. Yeah. So I want to, I want to thank you for, for taking the time out to help educate the, the listeners out there. And, uh, you know, I hope you have a good rest of your day, my man. And I'll see you on Monday, which you'll happy birthday. I'm gonna say it now and I'm gonna say yeah. it again on Monday. But I'm gonna make sure you're enjoying your day, bro. I, I wanna thank you very much for this experience. Um hey, no worries. Pleasure's all mine. No need. No need to thank me, my man. But all if you ain't got nothing else for mm-hmm. him, then I'll just you know I mean we can just end it right here. Alrighty. Um Thank you again. Of um, like he said, uh, I'm only one message away. If you want to talk to someone, um, have a great t- day to you, Rob, and everyone yeah, else. It. There you go. Thank y'all for listening until the next episode. Yeah, that. And there you have it, folks episode 39 with my guest you united states military member victor segura and uh we discussed ibs and chronic ibs symptoms you know types of treatments what it's like to i mean having to deal with it on a daily basis and trying to balance life and how it impacts your life so um i hope you all enjoyed that episode if you're if you're out there listening or watching and you have similar symptoms you know just just know that as you heard victor talk about it he was very you know open with it he learned how to be open with it and and how to deal so don't don't let it just deter you from living your life although it may alter your life in some ways you know you can always get help and and kind of manage and uh you know just trying to 
uh, progress, you know. So if, if you're dealing with something similar, please make sure you reach out to your healthcare provider and take the proper steps and proper channels to help better your your um, your ailment or you know you dealing with it. Uh, pretty ironic because when I when I called Victor to like before we even started the the interview he was literally sitting on the toilet like he he didn't have the camera on and uh i asked him are you gonna gonna turn your camera on he's like yeah yeah he's like i am i'm just you know i'm just in the bathroom so it's, it's pretty crazy you know it's unfortunate that he has to deal with this and it's unfortunate that any of you out there are dealing with it i just hope you are you know doing what you can getting checked and uh you know just doing everything you you can to to help kind of pre- uh prevent it or you know treat it etc if you have any questions about the condition and you would like to reach out to victor please check out his link his profile um in the show notes it's too long for me to to repeat it's like b period underscore period vicky poo something at instagram so if you're if you're eager and you want to reach out to victor check out the show notes and his link will be in the description down there um yeah so make sure you check out the show notes for all links for for everything linked to the podcast i appreciate you as always thank you for listening if you haven't already please rate the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this on, whether that be Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, Sirius Satellite Radio, whatever it is. If you can like it, hit that thumbs up. If you can rate it, rate it, you know, drop some comments, please let me know what you think, but please rate the podcast. It helps the podcast out, helps us get that, get that push we need. Um, I appreciate y'all as always for listening every week that you do i have so much love for y'all y'all just don't know and uh stay tuned for the next episode the next episode may be that two-year anniversary episode you know we've we hit two years of the podcast and uh i think it's time to drop it so i wanted to i wanted it to be to be legitimate before i dropped it so stay tuned for that dropping next week but until that episode thank you again for listening make sure you rate the podcast you like it and you share it with your friends and until the next episode it's homie west coast rob signing out thank y'all for listening man i love y'all yeah that